This is Real Estate Rookie Show number 52. I am your co-host, Ashley Kerr, and I have Tony Robinson with me, and we are back for another Saturday episode. What's up, Ash? Excited to be here. Excited to give the, the folks some more good stuff to listen to and chat real estate with you, which I love doing, obviously. I know. I know. I think we talked for half an hour about different real estate <laughs> stuff we have going on before we actually started recording yeah. today. Remember when you had to pay to get a Leeds phone number? It was like the dark ages until Deal Machine made skip tracing a thing of the past. Now, with your Deal Machine plan, you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost. That's right. Get high quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do not call list. Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com BP. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com BP. Remember when you had to pay to get a Leeds phone number? It was like the dark ages until Deal Machine made skip tracing a thing of the past. Now, with your Deal Machine plan, you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost. That's right. Get high quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do not call list. Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com BP. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com BP. Are current interest rates making you depressed about cash flow? What if it didn't have to be that way? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate where the average cash flow is over $900 per month. They also have options where you can put as low as 5% down on multiple investment properties with no PMI. Rent to Retirement is the nation's leading turnkey investment company that understands what it takes to be successful in today's dynamic real estate market. Their reputation speaks for itself with more five-star reviews than any other company on the Bigger Pockets website. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence in the markets that offer the best returns. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's rent retirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. So today's question, uh, Tony found this one in the Facebook group and actually responded to it and had some great banter. So Tony, go ahead and read it because I really want to read your response and then uh, what Megan said after that. 
All right. So uh, hang with me here, guys. I want to make sure I get everything that Megan's got. But here's her her question. Megan says, I'm closing on my first real estate investment property tomorrow, and I'm so excited. I've already got another one under contract. After that, I'm running out of room on my debt to income ratio to personally finance, and my lender requires a year of rental income plus tax returns, which puts me about 15 months from being able to buy another property. Um, so she's almost out of cash. Uh, and she's looking for any suggestions on how to keep momentum going in 2021. She says, looking for a partner might be an option, but I'm too new to bring experience to the table. And without much cash or financing, what do I bring to the partnership? Please help me think outside of the box. My strengths include time to hunt for deals on the MLS. I haven't done any off-market deals. My background in accounting, my ability to run the numbers and enjoy doing it. And I'm very organized and I've already started making several contacts in the market that I'm investing in. Thanks in advance for your insight. So Tony found this um, question and he responded to her. You wrote, but I'm too new to bring experience to the table. And this, I'm closing on my first real estate investment property tomorrow. I'm so excited. I have another under contract in the same paragraph. This might not seem like a lot to you, but to someone that has zero deals, you've got plenty of experience. And I have to 100% agree with Tony. Like reading through her her like her question, it's she's telling you all the things she's doing, all the things she has experience with. She sounds like she could be uh, the potential for a great partner. So then Megan responded and said, Tony, thank you. That is a great point and definitely why I wanted to get an outsider's perspective. I'm not great at selling, especially myself, so I really needed to see myself through others' eyes so I can turn those negative statements into positive assets. And I love that last statement she said, because real estate is a lot about getting in the right mindset and, you know, it's a roller coaster ride. There, like a lot of other things, there's going to be ups and downs, but you just have to keep grinding and, you know, put yourself in that that positive mindset. Yeah, it's it's just so strange how we don't see the strengths that we have within ourselves, right? Like we, we just don't see that. It was like, I was, I was talking on the phone with a friend uh, a couple of weeks ago and her and her brother were looking to uh, get started in real estate investing. And they're like, yeah, but you know, we don't really know anything and we're, we're just really, really scared. And we feel like we, we won't be able to build the right team. And I said, okay, you know, I start talking to them and they, and they mentioned that their dad is a general contractor. And I said, you, I, I said, your dad's a general contractor, like he builds houses. And they're like, yeah, you know, he kind of builds, you know, nice homes here in Southern California. I was like, you guys have the perfect built-in team to go flip, to burr. Like that's what people die for is like a good construction person. But for whatever reason, when we're looking at, our, at ourselves, we really struggle to see what the strengths are that we have. So I'm, I'm glad that Megan posted that because hopefully she was able to get some feedback from myself and others that she does have the, the skills that are necessary. Yeah. And uh, Tony, let's give her a couple of recommendations as to how she can actually go out and find a partner. Yeah. I'd love to do an, an actual Saturday episode on this whole topic, but real quickly. Um, so the first thing I can think of is putting together all of your personal financial information and showing that you have a strong foundation, you can manage your own finances and you would take care of someone else's money. Uh, what's something you could recommend to her? I recommend that people be very vocal about what they're doing because you never know who's paying attention or who's watching. Like I, I found my first partner who is my, my wife's cousin because we both followed David Green on Instagram. 
right? And, and it's like, you just never know how you're going to connect with someone. But, you know, when you start posting things, you'll get people who you haven't talked to in years who will reach out to you and say, hey, that's so funny. I'm interested in real estate investing too. So be vocal. You know, Megan, you've already got a deal or two deals pretty much under your belt. Talk about those experiences. Say what you've learned and people will come out to you and say, hey, can we do something together? And I've heard people often say like, oh, on social media, I don't want people to know what I'm doing or how much money I'm making or what I'm doing with my money. Like money is personal, money is private. But if you want to grow, you're going to have to share what you're doing to bring those partners in. Someone that's investing, I don't want them to to keep what they're doing a secret because if I'm going to be investing my money, I want to know exactly how that's going to be taken care of. And when you show it on social media, that's going to make more people more comfortable to approach you because you're being open, you're being honest about what you're investing is, how you're getting your properties, you know, how you're making those numbers and those those deals work. So that's a great point. Just telling anyone and everyone and going to meetups, networking with new people also can be super beneficial. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about like creating an opportunity though. So she's done these successful deals and she needs to, in order to keep growing right now, she needs to find money. So how can she pitch this to someone without it being a pitch and making it sound like an opportunity? What do you what do you think about that? And that's always tricky. Right. But I I think what you said is, is the exact way that she needs to approach it is that she's not pitching or she's not asking for help. As she's reaching out to people, she's not asking for help. She's giving them an opportunity to invest in something that's going to benefit them. So I think the the mindset shift has to happen first, that when you are reaching out to folks about working with you and partnering, that you're not asking for a handout. You're, you're giving them an opportunity to be part of something that's going to benefit both of you mutually. And I think once you have that mindset in place, it becomes easier because then, then it's just the mechanics, right? Then it's about putting the, the underwriting together. It's about, you know, running it through the bigger pockets calculator and having the nice report come out and then sharing this with people and saying, Hey, you know, I know you were interested in real estate investing. What do you think about this deal? And talk through it. Hey, do you want to do it together? And if they say no, no hard feelings, you know, we're still friends and you go on to the next person and you, and you just repeat that process. I heard Brandon Turner say this the other day. We were both on this Zoom call together and I was talking about how, you know, making it an opportunity for a, a partner and stuff like that. And he's like, actually, I, I have to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but I just need to tell you, you guys, that when you are approaching someone, say this. And he's like, someone told this to me before and I've I've lived by it. He said, when you think that someone might be interested in investing with you or be a good partner, say, hey, do you know anyone that would be interested in partnering with me on a deal? So that way you're not directly asking them and it becomes awkward and uncomfortable waiting for them to respond. But you just throw it out there. Hey, do you know anyone? And then, you know, maybe they might just say, actually, I might be interested. Yeah. So um, and that kind of just puts a little bug in their ear. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that advice. And I, and there's two different ways to approach, right? Like, I, I think I'm a bit more of a direct person, but that's my comfort level, right? Like, I'm OK yeah. with someone telling me no. But I guess that's the point that I'm getting at is that. As an investor, you've got to build some level of comfort with rejection and knowing that not everyone's going to be a good fit, but it's totally fine. Like I can pitch someone, not pitch, but I can explain to someone all day how I partner with people. And if they don't want to partner with me, like it's totally okay. I understand. And then it's on to the next one. But it's to your point, it's all about comfort levels and what you feel comfortable doing. And it's also about the person you're approaching to. 
What are they, what do you think, how do you think they would be more comfortable? Are they, they want to just be direct, get it over with, just ask him the question, or is it someone, you know, that's a thinker and would rather think about something and doesn't want to be put on the spot too. So that's a great point that you brought that up because it's really what you're comfortable with and what you think they would be too. And you also don't want to pressure people, right? Like the last thing you want to do is like, like be so persistent that you, you force someone into making a decision that maybe they they don't want to make. So I, I think your point about kind of reading the situation and understanding who needs space is a good one too. Yeah. I have one more option uh, for Megan actually that we haven't discussed yet, but she could also do commercial lending. So on the commercial side, they're less likely to look at your debt to income ratio and more likely to look at the property as an investment. So that would be something else I would recommend to Megan is to look at the commercial side of lending and see if she would be able to get a loan that way. Um, You're not going to get as great of financing, but right now rates are so low. I got, I think it was 3.74% on a commercial loan I did recently, and it's only fixed for five years. Yes, not great, like the 30-year fixed, but it keeps me going. It keeps me growing, and then it's amortized over 25 years, so my payments are, are still low. I just have to be ready for that refinance in five years, so... That, yeah. that would be another option for Megan too. Yeah, so many options, so many different ways to slice it. And that's the beautiful part about real estate investing is there there almost never is one perfect answer. There's just which yeah. option do you feel most comfortable with? Yeah, that, that's a great point is you got to look at what your goals are and then kind of work back. So what kind of financing would work in that scenario? So even before we got on the call, Tony and I were talking about you know, why haven't I taken on investors besides like the small group of partners I've worked with forever. And it for me, it's, I just, I don't like being responsible to anyone. I really don't have a W-2 anymore. I really don't work for anyone anymore. And as of right now, I just enjoy that I'm comfortable with, you know, getting bank financing and not taking on hard money lenders or doing joint ventures or anything like that. I like that and I use this with Tony, I said, if there is a $10 expense that I'm going to save by doing it today, or it's going to cost me $10 by doing it tomorrow, if I want to do something with my family or there's something else I want to do, I am I am okay with losing that $10 waiting a day, but I would feel so awful and uncomfortable losing that $10 for an investor. <laughs> so I think eventually I'll have to get out of that mindset and grow to grow even more, but that's just a reason that I haven't yet. Yeah. Awesome, Ashley. Well, I think we gave Megan a lot. We, 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 yeah, we just gave her so. a lot of good stuff to chew on, so hopefully she can she can take it from there. And everyone else who's listening, obviously, as well. Like, I know that Megan's question was was her own, but so many other people have um, probably felt that same way. So hopefully you guys can now frame, um, you know, your view of yourselves in a way that's more positive and, and really represents all the strengths that you as an individual investor can bring to the table to someone else. Yeah. And there, the thing I love about real estate is there's so many different ways to do it, so many different strategies, and you can really fit this to your life. So even if you aren't comfortable with hard money, there's private money, there's commercial money, there's taking on a partner, there's so many different options out there. So look at what your goal is, what your plan is, and work back from there and see what strategy is going to fit into your life, not the other way around, and then take action, start going after it, start calling lenders, make a list of potential partners. So there's there's so many actionable items you can do and just you got to sit down, make that list and then just start doing them. Yeah, we should do an episode, maybe one of these Saturday episodes where we talk about like, how do you choose the strategy that makes the most sense for you? Right. Because 
I think everyone kind of goes one route, but there's so many different ways to do it. We should we should spend some time and talk about that at one point. That's a great idea. And then there's people like me who have shiny object syndrome, like, oh my God, that's such a great idea. Okay, I'm going to spend my whole Sunday looking into this. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. And don't forget to post your questions in the Real Estate Rookie Facebook group. You can also send them um, to us on Instagram. I'm at Wealth From Rentals and Tony's at Tony J. Robinson. So send us some DMs with your questions and and if we like them and we know how to answer them, we will uh, play them on the Saturday episodes. But also give us some hardball questions. Like we would love to do some research and really dig into answers to your guys' questions. So we will be back on Wednesday with a brand new episode. And then we'll see you guys next Saturday too. Thank you for listening. The market is changing and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. You want financial freedom. And the best investors know it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. If you're ready to get into the real estate investing game or take your game to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com slash deals, enter a few details about what and where you want to buy, and boom, instantly match with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. There's free resources only available at biggerpockets.com slash deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com slash deals. That's biggerpockets.com slash deals to find your investor-friendly agent today. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.